Content presented on the following podcast is for information purposes only. The views and opinion expressed from host and caregivers are solely given based on the experiences of the individuals involved. Because each person is so unique, always consult your physician, physical or occupational therapist, or medical and fitness advice. Are you struggling to help your aging parents or disabled spouse to do everyday personal care tasks? Are you concerned about them falling or you injuring yourself? What is the task that is so difficult for you to help them to do? You are not alone. We can help. Call in and tell us your challenge. Here, you can receive practical tips and strategies from an occupational therapist and from other caregivers like yourself. And here is your host, Consuela Marshall. Hello, I'm Consuela, and I'm an occupational therapist. And on this podcast, you get to learn about your role as a caregiver. You get to embrace your limitations, learn how to best provide for the needs of your loved one in a safe and efficient manner. And you get to know that you're not alone. Look, every caregiving story is so different. And it's you who get to write that caregiving story for your life. You get to learn how to take care of your loved ones. You get to learn how to accept that you cannot do it all. And you get to learn what to let go. And you get to learn how to what to pick back up, how to pick back up your life, how to walk in tune with your life while also caring for your loved one. Look, I believe you can still find a way of taking care of your loved ones while also taking care of yourself. So stay tuned. We've got some caregiving to talk about. Welcome to another episode of Caregivers Finding a Foothold. And this is the podcast where caregivers get their questions answered. And you get your questions answered when you call into the website. And you can leave a message on the website's call-in line. And I get that message. And then I answer your questions. And look, I enjoy having this podcast because I love helping caregivers. As an occupational therapist, I see a lot of family members, those caregivers who are in there figuring it out. And sometimes there's a struggle trying to figure out what to do and how to stay safe in the home. And I love just giving a little insight to caregivers. So it just takes a little bit of that struggle out of their day to make the days easier. And as the former caregiver to my mom, I know firsthand what those struggles are how to set up the day, how to move throughout the day and find a way to make things easier for you so that you can get through those hard tasks that come with caregiving so that you can get on with doing something for yourself in the course of a day. And that's why I've created this podcast to help you, the caregiver, figure some of those things out. Okay, so look, let's talk about the question that got called in for today. This call-in was from one of the viewers who had questions about rehab. Mom is in the hospital and they know in a couple of days that she's going to be discharged and they don't really know what to do. Mom is pretty weak. She's been in the hospital several days. She really hasn't been out of bed And now it's time for discharge and the hospital is recommending that she go to a rehab facility, but mom does not want to go. Mom is, mom is crying because she is so ready to come home and daughter is like, I don't know what to do. 
I don't know whether I should bring her home or if we should go the route of her going into the rehab unit. Okay, so that's the question here. And look, this is a common question. It's a common scenario because as a home health therapist myself, I do see this where the parent wants to go home and then you have a son or a daughter who really doesn't want to upset mom. She's been through a lot. She isn't sleeping well at the hospital. She wants to just come home and be in her own bed and eat her own food. But, you know, you really have to think this through. And during this time of the pandemic, it just makes it a little bit more challenging. But I will tell you, people are going to rehab. People are getting home health. People are are finding ways to be safe and get their needs met. But it's also an individual preference and a decision that every person has to weigh for themselves. So in today's podcast, what I want to do is present some some insight into the decision that you're trying to make in trying to decide whether or not mom is coming home or she's going to have her rehab stay first. And that first first thing you want to consider is the her level of weakness. Well, how much care is she going to need at home? How much help do they need in getting out of the bed? Are you going to be able to handle the day-to-day challenge of getting things done with helping with getting them on and off the toilet into a wheelchair or walking into the bathroom? How, how physically demanding is that going to be? You really want to have a good idea of that before you bring them home. Number two is who's going to be your helper when you get home? You know, you you make and think I'll get home and I can handle it all. But look, let me, let me tell you about it. <laughs> it can often be a lot more challenging than you think, because when you are at the hospital, it, there's a whole team that's helping. You have someone in the, in, even from as far as starting with the meal prep, someone else, someone's cooking the meal. Someone's coming in there and cleaning the room. Someone, maybe like a CNA is coming and assisting with, the toilet he needs, and the bed bath. There's the whole medication management of it or making sure all of her medications and doctor's appointments, all of those things on top of just, you know, the housekeeping parts and your own life that you have to attend to. So you really have to have a team when you're talking about bringing a parent home and they have a significant amount of weakness. And I'm not saying just someone that can help put all the stuff together in the car because they're, you're being discharged and helping to get her home. This is the whole aspect of the day-to-day task. Are they going to show up every day to help with the care needs? That's something that you have to really consider. A third point that you want to consider is maybe just even the layout of the house. They're coming home with new equipment, maybe walkers, maybe wheelchairs, Maybe you're having to make some room for a hospital bed and you want to make sure that the hospital bed has adequate room in the house. And there's going to be some some things that have to be moved around. You want to make sure, number one, you can get home and prior to the discharge and make arrangements to make the house safer. And then getting home, being able to see what other things that you need to continue to add on to keep keep your parents safe at home. And then the next point I want to bring up is your availability in in being there. 
are you planning to go back to work pretty quickly or are you going to be there as long as needed and you're prepared to have an extended time off of work so that you can be there during this recovery process? If that's going to be an issue, you need to take that into consideration also. And do you have the funding available to have someone to come over or that team of support you gather together? Are they available to come in and help while you return to work? So those are things that you have to consider. And personally, for me, when I was caring for my mom, those are things that I had to address too in making decisions that, Ma, I cannot bring you home now. The pressure that was going to come on me to care for her in those critical parts of her recovery were just too much. And while she did not want to go to rehab, it really wasn't much of a choice for us because even being a, being a therapist, I did know I had my limitations on how much I could physically handle that. I needed her to get a little bit stronger before she came home. And that's the thing with rehab. You know, it's not a permanent placement. You don't, you look, you really don't get to stay in rehab too long. That's not an option all the time. Probably a two week stay at the most is what you'll get. And if you're looking at going into a skilled nursing facility, then that's another conversation we're going to have on another podcast, but that has a whole lot of challenges itself as well. When you have to enter into a skilled nursing facility, which is often housed inside of a nursing home, that comes with a lot of emotional hurdles that families and patients have to go through to make that decision to go into a skilled nursing facility. So it's a lot to think about. And oftentimes they don't give you a lot of notice. They're coming in the room and saying, mama's coming, going home this afternoon. And you're struggling to try to see if you can get all of these things together quickly. It can be a challenge and, but it can be done, but it all goes back to that whole picture of what you're walking into. And oftentimes, you know, just enduring the fact that they're not going to be happy for a little while, but they're going to go into rehab. They're going to get better. And in a week or two, you can better manage their care and you can got more things set up at home. You've got more of the team in place. Then it might be an easier time to transition them into home. So, okay. I hope, caller, that you're able to use what I'm saying to really give you some insight into how you're wanting to challenge in, you know, you want to make that transition into her, your, whether your loved one's going to come home or not, but it, it can be done, but it can, it's going to have to take some work on your part and their part and them coming to terms with being inconvenienced a little bit longer so that they can get better so that they can come home. Because if they're coming home too soon and you do have home health that is coming out, I'm going to say it even from a personal standpoint of a therapist who does home health. If they are too weak in coming home, I am very limited on what I can physically do to challenge them in order to get them better. I may can stand them two or three times and try to work on some balance and work on some safety. But then after that, I'm really spent. I don't have any more energy left. I don't have a second pair of therapist hands that I would have if I was in a clinic that could help me with that. I don't have equipment with me that that 
can help with those heavy duty things that need to be done. I don't have parallel bars to help. And those are things that really limit a therapist when they're doing home health. If you have that patient that is very, very needy, it is really to the advantage of them getting a little bit stronger before they go home so that they can best utilize the home health services that are going to be available to them. So look, it's a hard decision, but make the choice that's going to work for you because if you get them home and you're not able to do the things that need to be done, they're going to be in bed a lot longer than you want them to be which gives other problems uh, that can come about really fast with other medical issues happening in the way of maybe their blood pressure starts to drop because they're in bed too much. Maybe you get the development of some pressure sores on their body because it doesn't take long, you all, to get those pressure areas on their tailbone or on their their heels. Just a lot of things can happen when they're in bed too long because you don't have the manpower You just can't get enough done in the course of the day to meet those movement needs that they need to get strengthened and get back on their feet. So look, I hope this was helpful, caller. Thanks for calling it in. And it is a common question that I I am know I know that a lot of callers are gonna benefit from hearing this some insight about that. But those are the things you gotta you gotta look at. Can you handle them if you get them home? Because it could be more work than you thought it would be. So take care callers and I appreciate the calls. And for those of you all who who have questions, you just have to visit the website, finding a foothold, use that call-in button and you'll be be the topic of the next podcast. Okay. Thank you. I'll see you all again soon. Take care. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Caregivers Finding a Foothold. We hope you found information that was useful and encouraging to you. And we want to invite you to visit the website, findingafoothold.com, and look at the resources that are available to you there. And also, we encourage you to follow us on our social media accounts, findingafoothold.com, on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram. And thank you so much for being a caregiver. And our desire is that you find your foothold in caregiving. Thank you so much, and we'll see you again on next episode. Take care.